0: Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. I have to admit, I jumped past the mission moment and was ready to preach because I was so moved by the song that I was so moved by the hymn that I, I really wanted to like, like just go, just jump ahead to the sermon. I already felt I was feeling it and just wanted to let it go. But, but this is the fun thing. This, this, Probably would have happened on a live Sunday morning. And and it just goes to show you that even though we try to be polished to make it look good so that way we honor God, sometimes it falls apart, but yet it is still a beautiful thing. And this is a beautiful day that the Lord has made. And may we rejoice and be glad in it in such a way that lives are touched and changed. And one of the ways that we do that is is we, we strive for transformation of ourselves and of the world. And, and the way that we do that is, is we center ourselves in God in everything we do. And so this Wesleyan challenge, this 21-day challenge, we're in day seven of the challenge. It's for us to look at ourselves and, and ask ourselves, are, are we having an upward focus towards God in our daily lives? Are we focusing inward and looking at our actions or inactions? And then how are we on the outward focus of God, that people can see that we share God's love in this world? This week, we're going to tinker with the inward focus and look a little bit at our inward selves. Because in order for us to give to the world, in order for us to to share the good news, we have to have a cup that's full. And the way that we do that is we center and focus our lives, everything we do, Upon Jesus. And so this week, I I want you to hear these words from from the author of this book, The Wesley Challenge. Chris Folmesby, he shares this word. He said, Wesley, John Wesley, knew that in order to fully live into our God intended design, we must be authentic people whose inner lives match our outer lives. Our inner lives must match our outer lives do they? And the only way that we know that is through self-reflection. And the only way that we do that is we have to look at ourselves and see where maybe we fall short or see where we could be better or see, um, you know, what are we doing that's not connecting us towards God? And, and these 21 questions, which you can find on our website or in the bulletin, um, are great ways, great tools to help us focus inward that then pushes us outward. This week's questions, remember, this week's questions will start on Monday. So, so day eight will be, am I proud? Day nine, am I defeated in any part of my life? Day 10, do I, get, do I go to bed on time and get up on time? Now, I will mind you on this one, John Wesley woke up at like 5 a.m. every day. Um, I'm not recommending that for some of you. Um, I want you to be healthy and be the person that God called you to be, so go to bed and uh, wake up at whatever time you need to to be healthy. So keep that in mind. Day 11: Do I grumble or complain consistently? Day 12: Am I a slave to dress, friends, work or habits? Day 13. How do I spend my spare time? Day 14: Am I self-conscious? self-pity, or self-justifying? I want you to hold on to those questions and think about those questions and wrestle with them daily. Because if you do that, that will help you live an authentic faith in a way that people will be able to see it, not only on the outward, but on the inward as well. Fonzie also wrote this week, he said, authentic followers of Jesus take the time to inspect their interior lives. Christians who seek to inspect their interior lives know that in order to most faithfully and effectively participate in God's mission, they must be healthy, self-aware. Christians who are self-aware are those who do the hard work of introspection in order to mature and grow in their faith. Sometimes we don't want to look inside because it's scary. And we don't want to see what, how we really are. But I want to encourage you to think about that. And in those moments when you're dealing with something rough, you know, that's when you say, Jesus, help me. Help me be better. And those things that we're dealing with, maybe we feel like we fall short. Maybe we need to go to God and say, God, give me the strength to, to push through and to push on. Maybe we need to be open to who we are first and be aware of where we're being challenged by Jesus and and living in to transformation, being transformed ourselves. We have to open ourselves up to that. And we do that through study, through reflection, through communal gatherings, and and we challenge ourselves and we push ourselves to go deeper and further. Because if we just sit there and read the scriptures, if we just sit there and, and just only focus on ourselves, where we don't have any change, we're not growing in our faith. And our faith requires us to grow, not just stay stagnant, not to just stay and hang on to that what I call Sunday school type faith where um, that's all that we do and we hang on to what we learned on a felt board so many years ago. But we see where life and faith pushes us and, and takes us further and deeper with a relationship with God. But we have to let go of ourselves first. And we have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what can I do to grow closer to God? You know, Jesus challenged the disciples this week to look at themselves. So I want to dive into that scripture reading today from Mark chapter 10, verses 35 through 45. Listen to these words. James and John, Zebedee's son, came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you To do us a favor, to do whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. They said, Allow one of us to sit at your right, and allow the other one on your left when you enter your glory. Jesus replied, You do not know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I drink, or receive the baptism I receive? They answered, We can. Jesus said, You will drink the cup I drink and receive the baptism I receive. But to sit at my right or left hand isn't mine to give. It belongs to those whom it has been prepared. Now, when the other ten disciples heard this, they became angry with James and John, and Jesus called them over and said, You know, the one who is considered the rulers by the Gentiles show off their authority over them. And their high-ranking officials order them around. But that's not the way it will be with you. Whoever wants to be great among you will be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you will be the slave for all. For the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but rather to serve and to give his life to liberate many people. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. (laughs) What a scripture reading, isn't it? Especially when we're talking about introspection, and we see how James and John responded. They wanted to sit at Jesus' right hand and left hand, places of power and authority. We've all been there, haven't we? There have been moments where we strive to be um, that person. But what if we let go and became servants? What if we let go and be willing to do whatever it takes to to make this world a better place? What if instead of hitting send and refresh, we hit delete and say, I love you and I care for you? As we dive into this reading today, I I want us to to look into this reading and ask ourselves, how are these words from Jesus today that we are called as followers of Jesus not to be served, but to serve. But you can't do that with an empty cup. We have to allow our cup to be filled. And one of the ways we do that is, is literally self-reflection and, and opening ourselves up to the possibility of growth. And sometimes that's hard. Have you ever noticed that growth is painful? Um, the girls, the last couple of weeks, have been growing these lima beans. And it's been fun to watch these lima beans grow and how the girls have handled them. Their personalities have shown very well through this process. But one of the things I noticed about the lima beans is, have you ever watched, like, it come out of the shell? And it just, just, like, it peels itself off and it opens itself up and the sprout starts to grow. I imagine that to be painful. Painful for the shell, painful for the seed as it grows. Because you know how some of us get up in the morning and we get up in the morning like, Oh, it hurts to get up in the morning. Growth is painful. But when we allow ourselves to be open to be a servant, in that growth, we can find fulfillment in the living into a transformed life. And so as we look back, I want you to, to, to open up those this week's questions and as we prepare for those this week's questions, uh, I, and, and we take it with the scripture reading, how did the disciples do on these questions? Not very well. So that should give you hope, right? Like, if the disciples who are like literally right there with Jesus are struggling with even these questions that John Wesley created many years beforehand, and yet they lived a transformed life and a fulfilled life, that gives us hope, right? It opens us up that there's a possibility that we can be even better. And yeah, we are going to fall short. And yeah, like things are going to be hard at times. But if we center ourselves in Jesus and we let go of ourselves and, and, and we serve versus being served, that attitude shift right there alone focuses us upward and inward and outward. And so, yeah, I look at these questions and I think of the disciples like, man, they needed this in their pocket. When walking with Jesus. Because could you imagine how much better it would have been for the disciples that they would have used these 21 questions? Maybe a little bit easier. Although, as we see in the Gospels, the disciples weren't that great at following Jesus. But it's kind of a pathway for us. That we can even fall short at times. But yet God is still going to love us and use us no matter where we are on life's journey or faith. God can still call you and can still use you. However, like I said, we can't serve from an empty cup. And so we have to pour into ourselves. And we do that by self-reflection, looking at everything, and, and asking ourselves, am I living faithfully in the way that God is leading me? And I want you to really hear this, that everybody can serve. Don't put any barriers up between you and service. Because the moment that you do is the moment that you'll miss out and the moment that you'll feel sad and you'll feel like you won't be fulfilled. But also be open to changes and be flexible and be able to pivot. Because one of the reasons I love the Gospel of Mark is they continually go. And so from this, they move on to something else. And, and, and he reminds them, I guarantee you this entire time from the rest of the way until the cross He reminds them about how we show God's love. And then Jesus models it and makes it so. I want you to hear these words this week from from Fulmsby in his book. He he says this, and this is a powerful word for us, and I think it's a powerful word for you right now. He says, In becoming honest with our true selves, it is important to remember that God loves us as we are. I want you to hear that again because I feel like we need to hear that. In becoming honest with our true selves, it is important to remember that God loves us as we are. God loves you. I need you to hear that. I need you to hear that because I know things right now are rough. I think about my friends in Louisiana who are getting ready to prepare for not one, but two hurricanes. I think of my friends just down the street at St. Basil's who are, who are distraught about the loss of a pastor. And I think about all the things that are going on in this world. And the one thing that motivates me to move forward is God's love. And that in the end, it will be all right. And all we have to do is serve. But we can't do that on an empty cup. And so I want to encourage you this week to pour into yourself, self-reflect, ask yourself, how can you grow? And then find ways that you can grow. Because yet, even in the midst of a global pandemic, you can still love your neighbor. Even in the midst of a global pandemic, you can share God's love with the world. Even in the midst of a global pandemic, God still loves you. And there ain't nothing you can do about that love. So don't be afraid. Be open to share the good news. Because that's how transformation occurs. Don't look to be served, but to serve. Let us pray. God, sometimes we need to look inward to help us grow. Because sometimes we fall short because we have spent too much time not looking at ourselves and about the mistakes we make and about how we are not trying to grow closer to you. So Lord, as we focus inward on these next seven questions, may we be centered in your love and be willing to go out into the world and share the good news that God loves all people and cares for all people and calls us to love our neighbor. And so, Holy Spirit, come. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. Come into our spaces, wherever it is we're worshiping, and center us in you. And may we follow Jesus in such a way that lives are touched and changed. Because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is love, and peace, and hope, and comfort. And all of us gathered from all over places. Say amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at Tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.